Get Into Gate. This is episode 61, Stargate SG1. We are here loving every single minute of it, the full Get Into Gate team. My name is Mitch. Joining me as always, Matty Gibson. What up? Brendan Gibson. Morning, campers. And the third Gibson of the team, Reese Gibson. Yeah, g'day, guys. We are three long-term Stargate fans and a new viewer each and every week. That is Reese. We're going through it, a bit of nostalgic view and love of each episode, a fresh take on it as well with Reese. And this week, it is Shades of Grey. That's season three, episode 18. As we do each and every week, before we get into it with Reese's thoughts, we'll Just like... before you read that, though, Mitch, yeah. on my DVD, which you're about to read from, is a little thumbnail picture... Next to the synopsis, and it is like of a Maori dude, I think, with some yeah, like face a tribal tattoos. guy with like a headdress, and like his entire face is covered in like um yeah, like tribal tattoos. I don't know if anyone else across the world has don't that. Don't think yeah. he's wearing a shirt. But yep. <laughs> on the Region Four DVD, we have that, and we don't know who that is. Yeah, it, it, I don't. Recognize and we him never from... saw <laughs> him. <laughs> we'll chuck a photo of that up on our uh, socials as well. Get yeah. in Gate, a Stargate podcast. You can check it out and see if yeah, if you're over in the uh, in the US, UK, anywhere else around the world that loves Stargate, let us know if that guy features on your. Uh, physical media packaging because mm. that's weird yeah, he's not is. at all your in physical epi- package <laughs> <laughs> whoops alright let's see what the synopsis next to the guy that we never see in the episode has to say about this episode on a mission to Tolana O'Neill steals a weapon and takes it back to Earth when Hammond discovers the deception he suspends O'Neill but O'Neill's misconduct is only the beginning of a mystery that could have catastrophic consequences that's the synopsis Boom. That's Boom. a synopsis. Yep, that's yep. a tease. Well done. Because that's like less than 10 minutes of the story. Yeah. He's done this bad thing. Here's your consequence. It's not over yet. Mm. But Written perfect. by one of the show creators, Jonathan Glasner. Yep. Yeah. And Gutwood. Who's, yeah, and Martin Wood directed. But Jonathan, uh, this is his last uh, episode that he writes for the show. Oh. Really? Yeah, this, this is early. Closing time. Yeah, so because the um, cause obviously he and, he and Brad Wright started the show together and the production moved to Canada. Um, and his family was still in LA. Like he had a wife and a, and a young child at school and stuff like that. And they just couldn't handle the, the back and forth, the back and forth being away from the family and that sort of stuff. So I'm pretty sure it's the end of this season. He kind of goes, look guys, I'm going to leave you to it. I can't wow. sort of be away from my, be away from my family. And, um, I guess that's how Robert Cooper got his. So was it in LA before in. this season? Well, well, that's where that's where Jonathan Glasner and Brad Wright, you know, lived. That's where, like, right. that's when they started the show together. Because they actually, the both of them actually approached MGM separate of each other, wanting to do a, really a wow. Stargate TV show at the same time. Wow. And MGM went, "Hey, you two, let's lock you in a room together and see what we come up with." Yeah. So for the last sort of you know two and a half years, he's been sort of struggling. He'd been struggling, you know, balancing family life and work life, and I don't think his family enjoyed living in Canada. Suck it his, up, we're his, making heaps his, of cash. Uh, his wife <laughs> like, yeah. seriously, I created an awesome show. Hey, Donald Trump's gonna be president in twenty so. years. We want to get to Canada <laughs> now and establish roots. I feel like it was kind of it was kind of a mercy killing because yes, he wrote this episode. The last episode he wrote before this was Forever in a Day, but he did also write Seth. So I mean swings and roundabouts guys. You know? Forever in a day was it missed the mark for me. Like it could have been good. It was on the right trajectory, but then it just failed. And I feel I felt like I had the same feeling about Seth as well. Is that I would oh, have yeah. liked to have oh, seen Seth was a mess. A lot. Well, I, no, I don't mind the episode. <laughs> I actually do like the episode for how it is. But I would have liked a lot of the little things in there that they touched on really explored. I yeah. think it could have been a really good. Like it was a good dad. concept. <laughs> <laughs> so um, obviously, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so yeah, he pretty much hands the reins over to Brad Wright at this point. So Brad Wright is kind of the sole. Um, Jonathan Glasner is still credited as creator for every episode. Like he still mm. has his name in the credits for for the rest. So of the this series. is when Bloody Cooper comes to his element. I would say Brad Wright probably goes, "All oh, right, who's the next senior? Who's guy? next in oh, line? Shit, Cooper. <laughs> Cooper! <laughs> All right. Catherine, you don't have to retire in the next two years. No, you don't. You don't. Come yeah. on, Catherine, come on. step up. Yeah. We'll give you another crack at emancipation. Just, you know. <laughs> see you can, can have an emancipation every season if you want. See if you can make it better. <laughs> the early bird specials will be fine <laughs> later on. Don't worry about it. Well, All right. i got to be straight up, guys. Didn't like this one. What? <laughs> huh? Did not. What? <laughs> did not like that this episode. That makes no sense. Why not? Like, Jack steals <sighs> Tolan tech. Daniel says, kind of crossing the line here, and he goes, shut up, Daniel. That's the start of a great episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, see, that's what, that's what, I, because I picked it so early on that, that he was, uh, um, that he was like, in, it was an inside job or something. Oh. And then I sort of cancelled it out because I'm like, well, no, that sort of doesn't make sense because, the, you know, the plan's too flimsy. Mm. And so I'm like, well, that can't be it. But I knew that something was up because when he did steal that technology, he's like, you know, we need this stuff. And, you know, if we don't get given it, we need to take it. And yet in spirits, he was the only one that stood up and said, no, we can't go in mm. and demolish this planet just to take what we need. So I knew that something was up the whole time and that he didn't go rogue and all this. I and think I'm the just, little red see, herring they tried to chuck in there was that he was trying to get his own command and they said no. Like it was yeah, weak. Yeah, they threw in that but, little thing yeah. about oh, that we were going to do another base somewhere. We're going to do a base off world, and and he was gonna he was gonna command it. And he just had sour grapes about it. Yeah, and which yeah. I, I felt like they should have just had one more exchange with Daniel on that to really beef it up. Like him going, oh, I didn't. What would you give up going out in the field to be a commander at a base rather yeah. than being the guy that actually leaves base on mm. missions and stuff? Because yeah, he's not that he's not that guy. Like we, I think it's it's been said in past episodes. They've looked at Jack and they're like, "You're not a guy that would just quit or anything like that." So, yeah. and he's yeah. never gone after the command. He's never wanted to be. Oh, I want to be the head honcho. Yeah. I mean, he's retired. No, he he's been giving doing. it to the man. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I don't know. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, I guess it's just can, flimsy to me. I guess I can see if you picked it straight away, then I guess yeah, it would be forty minutes of just like, oh my god, get to the reveal, get to the reveal, get to the reveal. Yeah, that's yeah. what I didn't understand. Um, like I knew there was something. I it is hard on the rewatch. I can understand that feeling because well, on the for rewatch, me, I love it. But I guess for the three of us that aren't Reese, it's like well, we kind of skip spirits quite a lot. You know, yeah. whereas I guess for Reese, it's more fresh in the mind because I never put those two mm. things together. No. But yeah, Jack is the one that kind of stops Tanane and, and Zales and stuff from fucking shit up yeah. because he's the one that stood up for them. So like, yeah, I it do... is very out of character for him, I guess. But it's funny because the, the speeches that he has with Hammond, and I've got some audio we can play later, but... The way he goes hard as a mother at, at Hammond, it's yeah, like, like with no I kind of I kind of buy it. Like yeah. what he's saying is right. It's not the right thing to do, but he's got a valid yeah. point. Like it's... he sold it to me. Like mm. I understand. I I I, I believed that what he was saying he believed, but at the same time I'm like, mm. why? Like like Tilk said, I don't understand your behaviour. Mm. Like I'm just like, there's something like there's something weird going on here, and oh. Something that we don't wow. know. Wow, it's so weird because I love it so much. Literally, I've shown you guys my notes before and I've got little <laughs> subheadings. I have no nitpick section. Like, I didn't even bother writing like a little subheading of nitpicks. It's like, just... What about, I have a nitpick, Tilk. He didn't say anything the whole freaking episode. <laughs> it was basically mine. Dude, he didn't say anything the whole first season. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he only had one scene where he said something or kind of one and a half. Yeah, but I mean... how you Three got, lines. you got to love this bit though. He doesn't talk, but it's a great Tilk moment. Colonel... 
You don't seem to understand how serious this matter is. You and your team have committed a court-martialable offense. To be fair, General, <laughs> I did it. Carter and Daniel protested. And Tilk, well, he really didn't say anything, but I can tell he was opposed to my actions by the way he cocked his head and sort of raised his eyebrow. Enough, Colonel. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's got so, so Chris Judge had one line in that scene, mm. which was understood. Really? That was his one line wow. in that scene. And then, because by the end of it, it, in the last one where they said we had to draw straws to come and see you, mm. Tilk didn't say anything there either. And I'm going, no. hang on, did they just, that would be amazing if they did a whole episode where he didn't say anything. So it kind of went yeah. back, but it's in the... But Carter didn't say much either this episode. I mean, the only reason Daniel, it was very, there was a lot, it was, Jack was in every scene, basically. It was yeah. really a him episode. But I mean, like, Tilk's other line was, I'm to keep you here until General Hammond is ready for you. And he's like, get out of my way, Tilk. Mm. And he goes... I don't understand why you, this behaviour anymore. Yeah. And that was that was Sam him. That was him. But think about it. Sam didn't have that many lines in this episode. Mm. And then short of uh, Daniel's scene where he's the one that drew the sh- short straw and went to Jack's house. If you take out that scene, Daniel didn't really have anything in this episode yeah. either. Yeah, it was just at the when when there was at the start when they were talking to the Tolan, and then when Mate Peace come in, and then and um, Jackson was sticking up for Carter. Why have why hasn't Carter got this position? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. She goes, "Oh, Colonel, you'd never acted like this before." And he goes, "No, I just I'm acting like myself. You just yeah, I haven't, I haven't been, been myself acting. since I met yeah. you." And yeah. I was like, that, in hindsight, I'm like, "Is that it's not, not necessary?" Not, not Richard Anderson, <laughs> but is that O'Neill overacting? Like yeah. really trying to sell it? Because the longer it went on, I'm like, "Oh, okay." Is he really gone rogue. It's literally just, is it just him? Or is mm. Hammond in on this? Like, how mm. many people are in on this? And has he just done everything he's done so other people that might be involved, you know, everyone's seeing it, which obviously was the go. But, yeah, to say that to Carter, I just thought, oh, I think you might be, mm. you're trying to sell it a little bit too hard. Because to me, come the end of the episode, I found myself asking, as an audience, how long were we supposed to be duped yeah. by this? You know, like you said, Reese, you... You're questioning things very early on, but then there were other things that he said to him, and you're like, okay, I can, you know, you guys can believe that yeah. sort of thing. But then he'd do something else. It's like something's just, just not right, yeah. you know. And then it looked like even he was not. It was obviously fired from the SGC or retired, but then he's not completely with Mayborn. Like it's almost like he's rogue from both. Like maybe yeah. he's going to try and fix mm. his mistakes or something like that. So yeah, I, I'm I'm wondering how maybe they could have. I wonder how they would have filmed this in a way. Like, do they come to... I know he's an executive producer and he's got an idea of how the story of the season's going to play out. But, like, say, Scream, for instance, and spoiler alert for a 25-year-old movie, but when they did that, and there's other movies they've done this for, but when they did that film, they didn't give the script, the, the, the last, like, 10, 15 pages to the actors. So all yeah. the actors read it. So, obviously, the two killers come to the end of the film... No one even knew there were two killers. There's a killer throughout the movie. At the end, it's revealed to be two characters that are very, very central throughout the most throughout the rest of the film. Those actors, when they were acting those scenes, didn't know they were eventually going to be the killer. Right. So Which they I had don't to like. I don't like. Well, do that. but then when you look at it and say, okay, if for Scream, it's the boyfriend of the main character, Nev Campbell's boyfriend, Skeet Ulrich in the in the film, is the killer. He looks sinister as shit that entire film. But mm. that is supposed to be. The thing, the red hair, it's in your face. It's like he's, it's too obvious. It can't be true. Come the end of the movie, it is. 
And then it's his best friend as well that's his killer, but it's like they didn't know Is that this you know, going game? in. So I'm like, it would have been interesting. Serve me while I'm cleaning my room. <laughs> <laughs> you it suck was... my cock. <laughs> and even I, I, I heard an interview with Mark Hamill recently. He was talking about Empire Strikes Back. It was on the Graham Norton show, actually, and he, he said yeah. that they were asking about the secret of keeping the whole Darth Vader as your father business. And he said, well, in the initial script, they shot. His reaction was to, no, Obi-Wan killed your father. And him mm. going, no, it's not true then george lucas and uh irvin kershner the director pulled him aside after and said you want to know something only we know this shit yeah duff vader's your father he's like fuck off they're like okay keep your mouth shut for 18 months until the yeah. movie comes out so because we're the only three that know yeah and if it gets out we know it was you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it would have been interesting for me if they come to richard and anderson go look o'neill's had enough he's gonna go rogue give it play it out like this and almost film it chronologically See, for me, it would have to been... To see how he as an actor would have performed those scenes where he is overacting possibly to Carter going, no, you bitch, I'm, I've never been myself <laughs> when I'm around bitch. you. And Tilk, I've had enough yeah. of you not talking bullshit. <laughs> Daniel, you've annoyed me from the time you sneezed in front yeah. of me the first time. Piss yeah. off. See, for me, it would have been better if they showed how they found out that Make Peace was a part of it and then seen that Hammond and O'Neill made a, made a, a plan together. Like a flashback, or no, just like that was the that was the start, and then it was the whole. Yeah. Then he went through and did his plan, but then it, they had an emphasis on him struggling with, um, you know, lying to his team and and stuff like that. I think yeah. it would have been yeah, it I, been better. That I do way. agree that I think um, make peace's motive would have been nice. Yeah. Well, the make peace when you said how they figured out, I took it at least in this fresh watch, and I know I've watched it before, 10 years ago. For me, watching it, they didn't know it was Makepeace until he was the one that, you know, when... when... No, no, they didn't, but that's, that's what we're saying, is at the end, when we find out Makepeace is the, the culprit, yeah. yeah, we'd love to know why... My kid needs braces! No, no, but recently, <laughs> like, how they found out that Makepeace is involved, or do you just mean right. a mole, or do you mean actually Makepeace? Like, that's why they put him in SG-1, because they thought no, it no, was No, no, they him. didn't know it was Makepeace. No, no, I'm asking Reese. Like, no, well, what, that's, his... that's what I question, because... What if if they didn't know it was make peace? Then why, when when uh, O'Neill came into Hammond's office and said, "I need to ask a favor," and then he said, "I don't care." Make peace was still in there, and they're like, "Oh, you know." So they had that conversation where they're like, "All right, yeah. all right." Uh, Hammond said, "O'Neill, you can't come back to Earth. Like you're stuck on that." Maybe planet. they did suspect. See, I no. Mm. See, I found that as a really clever piece of writing because someone needed to be in the room for that. To, to fool us as the audience, yeah. someone else besides Hammond and yeah, Jack had okay. to be in the room for that conversation to make take place because that was a show. Right. And it's like, well, you couldn't have any of the other members of SG-1 in that episode, in that scene, because it would have been more of that emotional, what are you doing, Jack? We don't understand. Yeah. No, don't go. So I feel like that was yeah, a really then... clever way to... Have should that, have had Walter there. That, the, yeah, could <laughs> been, it could came out that it, that was the the plan the ho- the whole time. It was it was all a plan. It was all staged. So why would they need to have that conversation if Make Peace was not in the room? Apart from the fact that that that's what I mean. Jack still had to go there and um, say things that other people heard. Yeah, he still had to go yeah. there and and plead the case to um, Hammond. It, yeah, like it was already part of the plan that that he was going to go off world. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. so that he could join this team, right? Yeah. But it's like, well, to play us as the audience to believe what's happening, because at this stage we don't know what's happening, except for you who figured it out. But, yeah, yeah. but um, also... That, that lets us, the audience, see that it's not 
already predetermined by Hammond and, and I reckon. Jack. I reckon right, his yeah. office is bugged, or the SGC is bugged, because Ma- well, Mayborn yeah. says, I see a lot of things that go on in there. Well, and, and Jack does say at the end the of the episode, he apologises mm. to, to Daniel for things he said in his house, because he said his house was bugged. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, obviously, you know, theoretically, his target command's a little more, you know, secure than that, but... Given they the got history, not really. Yeah, yeah. Got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but no, no. The, the way I got it with the, with the explanation the at the end is hatch. they knew that there was... Because this is basically, this is a sequel to Touchstone. And this is why I love it so much. These two together, I think, are great yeah, episodes. Yeah. So they knew that there was that off-world team that was sort of still out there. Right. They didn't know if there were connections to the SGC. And all they knew is that there was a team out there stealing devices. Yeah. Um, it was only when Jack was, once he was embedded with them that he found out that, oh, they're actually sneaking small pieces of tech back to Earth via the mole that works mm. at the SGC. They didn't know who. Because Jack Jack was... If you think about Jack and Hammond's plan, it would be really dumb if they thought Makepeace was the one to be to send Jack to be the one to be off-world and almost get caught as SG-1 comes through with Makepeace. And there yeah, is but that... Didn't Jack, didn't Jack put his hand up for that? Because someone else was supposed to go and make the drop. Yeah, but he didn't know that it was going to be SG-1 um, that were going to be coming there to do that. He was just expecting the mole. He didn't know. He wasn't supposed to have contact with anybody. He was supposed right. to come, drop that piece of tech. Go back. And go back and not run into not run into anybody. But they just fucked up their timing. So he had to go and quickly hide. And that's why there's those couple of moments where he freaks out. Cause he thinks he's, it's Tilk. He that, that was a great moment, actually. He because he walk close to the, yeah. to the bit of tech. And what what did you think when that happened? Because obviously you knew that it was by this stage, you know, it's all a ruse. He's there as part of SG you know, operation between he and Hammond. What 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 did you think when Teal walks past? So you you're probably not worried about Teal, yeah. but did you appreciate the way that they shot it and how long they lingered on the fact that Teal was exactly where that drop was? Because even me, like I've, I've watched this entire show over and over again. What's that? That Teal walk right up next to the DHD where where Jack put the. Yeah. yeah, when Jack was hiding, and there was that kind of tense mo- music where he go, where yeah. Teal- you expect Teal to sort of kneel down and, mm. and pick that up and, yeah. and reveal that he's actually the one that's been betraying them. Yeah, no, that never crossed my mind at well, all. Well, no, you're a Teal. You're yeah. a Teal. Too low, because that would have been heartbreaking. Honestly, imagine even if he bent down yeah. to like tie his shoe, you'd be like, for that split second, you'd have been like, oh my god, what have the last two and a half years of my life has been a lie? <laughs> Mayborn's yeah. like, hey, Teal, if you do this, we'll take you to Disneyland. <laughs> We'll actually let you out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll let you do some shit. So no. how, how come um, when Makepeace put it in his jacket, he didn't go invisible? Because he didn't activate it. It was covered. Yeah, it was. Well, for the same <laughs> reason. Covered. For the same reason Jack wasn't invisible when he planted it at the DHD. <laughs> but yeah. he put it on his chest, right? No, he put it in his jacket. It's got to be an on switch. I mean, you know, yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. I just love how it. A, it's the sequel to Touchstone, but it also kind of brings in, like the way we talked about in the fifth race, the way that kind of brought together so many different things, the way this brings together like the Tolan thread and Asgard thread. The moment we talked about last week as well, where this week like Jack goes, oh yeah, I'm going to go and retire on Eudora with Lara. He goes to that planet, yeah, doesn't even have a quick <laughs> g'day. G'day, how you going? And what's so great is it's like, they do that cool sort of effect where you see him sort of stepping through and that's sort of a split yeah. screen and stuff. You see that the yeah, gate's cool. the gate's been moved. There's a giant crater where the gate used to be in the background, and then there's a DHD that's got all these like wires oh. and stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh right, so <laughs> what I was talking about last week. How they like how do they dial back? So yeah, that yeah, they, so they obviously found it. Yeah, unless they have found it, or well, they've stole one from somewhere else. Who knows? Um, but the fact that he just quickly just did, does a quick one A doesn't even think. Oh, okay, I'll go and you know. There's a lot of there's a lot of greenery where that. 
on that planet. Yeah. Like where the yeah. crater, like yeah, there was no greenery a week ago. No, well that's, like that's how long, the thing. If you how long yeah, are we yeah. thinking of between these two in weeks the, in time times wise? No, no, they moved the gate. If you look in the background, there's the big crater behind it. Yeah. So obviously they've moved the gate from that crater, stood it back upright, and put it in this. Little Dad, just field. leave it there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <It'd be> cool. <laughs> oh, unless, unless you know it floods, you don't want that. You know, you don't want it to suddenly be a lake and the, the yeah, gate's true. underwater. It would be. You just turn it on. <laughs> Where is it? Into it. <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh, well, we've got a, a fun episode for you in season four. You'll find out <laughs> if that's possible or not. So, um... <laughs> Sweaty nerds. So Thor rocks up when yeah. I thought Jack you goes wanna, to that planet. I thought you would have loved that. I thought you'd be like, oh, Thor's watching shit. Yeah, I was too confused. I was confused. Too. I was like, oh, man, he's, he's trying to fix shit. He's in so you much know, trouble now. I was so, confused. Yeah. Because last week they couldn't get Jack off that planet yeah. for three years or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yet this episode, Thor beams down to where Jack was, mm. looks at the coordinates, goes to another planet and starts beaming off technology. Yeah. Within yeah. five seconds. But they can't contact Thor, can they? Well, yeah. How do, you, how do you think they know it was... Unless he's in orbit. Because Thor oh, unless ca- he Thor was ca- tracking the tech. Thor came mm, to them. Maybe. That's the only thing. Thor came to Hammond yeah. and said, you're stealing our shit. Yeah, Thor and the Tolan. Yeah, but and- no, what I'm saying is, Thor appears on the planet yeah. where he drops off. Five seconds later, he's... At- like his mothership is above, yeah, because yeah, alpha side. Like he saw base. the what he saw the the, the address, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's not even like yeah, that's they've how... got a separate ship hovering over Mayborn's no, people. No. That was the whole point, and he's, he's just dropped dro- dro- down for literally just a cameo. Yeah, yeah, Thor is able to see those coordinates and go, okay, so that's where this rogue team is. Yeah, that's that's what I That's what I Even if there is another ship, it's still very quick. How did he know when to be there? Yeah, he would have been in talks with what Hammond, who said. No, he. I, I, like I said, I think he followed. He could trace the technology, or he could, or the he could invisible track, device, or right. he could track Jack, because obviously, yeah, they do say later on that the Tolan, the Knox, and the Asgard all came to them separately and said, <laughs> "That's right, you're stealing at, our shit." At the end, <laughs> at the end of the episode, Jack is was like, "Hey, Asgard, love me. Maybe they love him so much that they." Stalking him. Maybe, maybe <laughs> after the maybe after the fifth race or um a fair game, they just put a little probe up him or something <laughs> yeah. as a thank you, and and maybe they could track him because obviously, yeah, they wouldn't have known where he went when he did his one eighty. Yeah. On Eudora, otherwise they would have gone and, and pilfered that planet then. Yeah. So yeah, there was obviously no way for Jack to get in touch with the Asgard while he was on that planet or they would yeah. come again so, the, so yeah maybe it was just they were tracking him over subspace or maybe yeah maybe or... they planted because that tech that they got that they stole off that asgard protected planet was in a cave unguarded mm. so like maybe it was obvious maybe it was just a planted there yeah and then yeah, they just maybe, tracked it maybe it was mm. yeah he did have a tracking device built in or yeah. something like that yeah that's a good point just shoved it in the yeah <laughs> Device. Although, <laughs> although the device was already on the their base world, and then Jack was the one that had to take it from their base world, take yeah. it to the meetup planet, and then the guy had to take it back to. It back didn't to make Earth. sense. I like a lot of maybes. It was something like maybe this happened. Maybe this is what they're doing. Yeah, like it's, yeah. yeah. yeah they definitely. It's something that could be a two-parter. I think you but, could definitely expand. But the irony that stuff. I'm talking about is Thor couldn't make it for years <laughs> yeah. to Adora, but next minute. Like literally the next week, yeah, he goes from planet to planet within minutes. Yeah, yeah, and they love what do you Jack. Mean he couldn't make it to Adora. Remember, he, remember, um, last they contacted week when... him. They're like, nah, they can't get Jack. 
Yeah, remember when Jack was stuck on your door no, last con- week? They didn't contact. They didn't contact them. the Asgard. They, con- they contacted um, bloody the Toll and, and, and the they say the Knox. The Knox. They said the Knox. Yeah, Tokra, and the Tokra. And yeah. the to- but they yeah. didn't contact. Either the way, none of it. Whoever it was, it wasn't the Asgard. Yeah, they've got no way to contact the Asgard. Yeah, go to Thor's hammer. Thor's. Um... Well, then the Knox could be able to talk to him as well. So. That's last week's problem. Mm. <laughs> no, Hoopa! <laughs> Two-parter or not, what I did really like was that kind of out of nowhere, like even though we had Mayborn back a few weeks with Foothold, kind of out of nowhere we've got this, oh yeah, remember there's this secret other team going on and here's a whole episode about them and what they've been doing. Because it's sort of just been like, you know, with Touchstone, oh, what? That's that's what's going on, really? That's who's been stealing it? Because we didn't know that was going on, yeah. except that was the twist. That was the reveal. Is that, oh, no, they're actually humans. They're actually coming from your planet. And and, and look, oh, they disappeared. Okay, we're going to forget about them for a season, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a whole episode about them. Here's their people. There's faces to the rumors, to the myths, and this is their base. This is how they yeah. get the information. So- Mayborn's got a... FaceTime thing from the ghoul that yeah. he's communicating with them from Earth. Well, this is all some really cool sh- world building shit. They get, Mabel, they all get it's arrested. Great in it was a mini, yeah. it was a mini miniature one. Yeah, mm. like an iPad mini. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. It wasn't like the handheld one. It was like a. a oh yeah, it was, it was like yeah, it was, iPad. Yeah, iPad version. IPad, so you got your iPhone, your iPad, and then, <laughs> and then you, you got like your, your smart TV. Yeah. <laughs> And Apophis so, looks best on yeah, yeah, your big on TV. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so they all got arrested. Do we ever, like, what about Mayborn? No, he's still... Mayborn's you still... know what I mean? Like, he was all a part of that. And, and General Hammond says, Oi, you've broken the law. Well, they didn't but catch Mayborn, him, did they? Didn't no, he, he got away. He, he got away. They, didn't, they weren't able oh, to pin him. Maybe they did get him. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. We don't see any of these think, characters is he again in jail? except for Mayborn. We do see Mayborn again yeah. next season, but I just can't remember where he is at this Isn't point. Isn't he in lockup? He might like be. Deep, deep lockup. He might be. I'm thinking yeah. of that um, Cause, cause the, there was the a, Butch and Sundance um, episode. Yeah. yeah. There was a massive thread over O'Neill's head when he's like, you, you know, you either go ahead or you disappear once mm. you've heard yeah. with, disappear? about this. Yeah. Mm. Actually, something I wanted to bring up is... Um, was something I spoke about in Touchstone is how I was really impressed with uh, Tom McBeath's performance as Harry Mayborn in terms of whether he was playing the mm. SGC or whether he actually didn't know about this sort of yeah. whole second sort of team. Yeah, that's right. So I kind of feel like, was he playing us all really, really well back then? Or do you think since all that stuff happened in Touchstone, he's like, since then he's it. been working his way in yeah. to the point where we catch up to him a year later and he's actually leading the operation now because he's like, I want to... Yeah. Uh, to a lesser extent, it's kind of what they've done with Makepeace. Like for me, I've even though we haven't seen him a lot, Makepeace is sort of very solid. Like when he comes... Because he's, I guess, that name is such like a strong kind of name yeah, as cheesy as it is you know well, yeah. make peace yeah. but being the SG, SG2 is he SG2? yeah SG2 SG2 leader, guy yeah. like when he comes in to help and just the way that he talks he's always seems so loyal he probably has been up until this point they're like you know let's make that guy bad yeah. you know it's like next week if they make Walter bad you'd be like what he's been bad this whole time like it's don't you ever say that <laughs> <laughs> do you know who he is yet Reese? now What's Gary that? Jones yeah I've you known know who we're talking about the beginning alright just checking Jesus. <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> since, uh, we the whole saw reason the, I started watching this. Since we saw the picture of Mitch and Maddie with him <laughs> and Link. Yeah. Have you guys seen that picture, have you? <laughs> that was from the time you met him. Yeah. Did you meet him? Yeah. Did you? Good interview him. It was really good. What did you say? 
I don't remember. Mitch never published the video of it. So um, really, <laughs> I was done purely for my actual job, and it was someone else's problem. Yeah. So do you uh, have it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's good. Check it was it up. same night. Was uh, same day was Red Power Ranger Rocky and um, yeah. good story. Um, was the blue yeah. chick. Joe, Fla- Joe Flanagan from um, Atlantis. Oh, oh, we were talking him previously in Story of Atlantis. Virginia Hay from Farscape. <laughs> Who looks weird with hair? It's so weird to see her with yeah. hair. She <laughs> was uh, she was quite taken with Lincoln. I'd never heard this. Who story. isn't? <laughs> Hello, Newman. Oh, so I was gonna say I love the Seinfeld <laughs> reference yeah. that he was doing. I was hoping he'd do Newman, Newman, Newman. Because <laughs> uh, there was one the other week where you said it was kind of a Seinfeld reference, wasn't it? Yeah. He's like, "Hello, a weeks me born." Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He did. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had when we did our Harry Mailbag, someone asked like who we were. Of, of the team Like mm. which ones of us Were, were the members of f one And we kind of landed on Brendan being Daniel By but default it's, but, it's, but, it's, <laughs> but it's revealed in this episode That Daniel doesn't like beer Yeah And if Daniel Like that's the, the most <laughs> Anti-Brendan thing You could be isn't it Is not to like yeah. alcohol But I didn't drink Till I was 18 Yeah so, so halfway through my life I started drinking So halfway mm. through this series I, I flipped to I'm a Jack man then. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right, Jack is enough. in Jack Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was a missed opportunity when Daniel look he just looks at me. I don't really like beer though. Yeah. And just waiting for Jack to go, oh, of course you don't. Just snap it out of his <laughs> yeah. hands. Like of course you fing don't. There is a beer. great payoff in a later like season that. where Daniel is kind of drunk and he's talking yeah. about Teal. He's so deep, like yeah. you know, you don't even understand how deep like, he doesn't need to say anything. He's so deep. <laughs> how many of and someone's like, had? How many of those have you had? And Jack picks up his bottle and goes, Almost one. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. so good. It's so good. Yeah, I like that. Those two just play off each other so well. Yeah. He's like, hey, Daniel. Hey, what are you doing? Just drinking? Okay. You have another one of those? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Feel like sharing? <laughs> yeah, when he's when he's <laughs> that. beer, no I'm like, feelings. I'm like, oh. I'm, I'm like, I'm so out of character. Like, he's not one of the boys. You can't just, like, go and have a beer. Oh, let's have a beer together. Yeah. And then when he said, I don't like beer, I'm like, ah, oh, that's better. Yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, like, trying to yeah. do his best to be like, he's like, I just can't feel like one of the guys around this <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah, he's not doing it. I did like how um how pleased Jack and uh, Hammond were at the end, just with their whole performance. Oh, I think it came off quite nicely, don't you, Jack? Yes, I do. I'm a catfish and son of a bitch. This is the greatest catfish yeah. he's ever pulled off. It's yeah. like if I could give myself a promotion, I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I really liked about it too is I feel like this is when we think about Stargate as a real thing, like, you know, we joked around last week as a poo planet and stuff, but like even just the idea, like if we, if the SGC had a Christmas party, they can have it off world, like use yeah. it. Like where yeah. this, obviously it was all mission based, but. You know, they use it at the start, they come back, he gets sent to another world, he quickly dials to go to another world, they go to another planet, they come back, they oh, go to back to... Hide and seek using the Stargate? Oh, yes. Jesus. Oh, snap. <laughs> <It'd> be... <laughs> like, so you'd find good. Jack easy because he'd go to two planets, that's all he knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you can't, you can't write down any addresses, it's yeah. got to be just from memory. Yeah. yeah. So Jack's like, I'll be on Argos with Kinthia. Yeah. Or home. Eat, eating some pie cake. <laughs> He's just in his bed. He's in the base. He's in the corner. <laughs> with a towel over himself. <laughs> and beyond that's like there's a there's a there's a wall as you walk through the hallways, you know, going past like the gate room and all that, and there's like a picture of each year's champion, it's always Daniel. Yeah. It's like the SGC no, hide and seek yeah. champion. I reckon Tilk wins because he's got all the hidden Stargate yeah, addresses yeah. that yeah. he's not telling yeah. him about. Meanwhile, 
Meanwhile, <laughs> twice a season. Like, oh, you never asked. Meanwhile, There's Jack's... a whole planet full of diamonds out there. We could have got that. Didn't think Jack you'd stays want on base and goes and hides in under Hammond's desk. He's like, that's the best place I can think of. <laughs> or just in Tilks Jafagi and then stands in the cupboard. <laughs> And they can they can always find Sam because she's only on the planet that Joel and I knows about. Oh <laughs> shit! Underground crystal caves. Yeah. <laughs> Having a wank. <laughs> <laughs> no doors. Um, this is something that I really enjoy about this when he goes, "What for one infraction?" And then General flips out his folder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the big folder. <laughs> yeah. like, bang on the yeah. desk. Here we go. And just goes through oh, this whole is. rant about what he's done before, and he's like, "The proverbial straw, sir." I use that all the time. Oh, really? That. To, your, to your wife mostly? I'm yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> Says sir as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually say I, Captain, like, because uh, she reminds me of Janeway a bit. She's always giving her orders to me. <laughs> <laughs> she used to wear her hair in a bun like that too. Oh, look out. At work. Is I'm that like, a that's oh, one God. for Brendan or are you going to... I feel like that's really a you thing. Yeah. Oh, Brendan's is Robert Cooper. Yeah. This is a fascist society. I should have right had a here. one before for the Cooper. <laughs> nah, that was warranted though. <laughs> <laughs> I do love how they had this big complex plan uh, to flush out, you know, all these people that are doing some bad shit and potentially cutting ties with the Tolan and the Knox and, you know, the Asgard and that sort of stuff. And uh, what does Daniel have to whinge about at the end? So, just to uh, clarify, this whole past week, beginning with the appeal we made on Tolana, in which I. <laughs> I did a lot of hard work, by the way. <laughs> I take it that was all a scam. <laughs> Just pissed because uh, he had to do some extra homework. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. she would have loved. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say. Yeah. Like he didn't like doing it. that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? This is going to be so good. They're actually going to give us a canon because of this paragraph that I wrote. Because <laughs> <laughs> was he wearing a suit and tie as well? What are you yeah, yeah. He was dressed to the nines. Yeah, he was. Yeah, like, they're wearing. Um, they're all. Is that in there? Those like he's legit ready? plaid he's, and. Here's my Brendan dad joke for the episode. You ready? You ready? Yeah, ready. So is is that what the shades of grey was? His outfit and um, the oh, it up now. <laughs> um, what was the what was the Tolan chick's name? Travel. 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 Was it, you know, Daniel and Travel's outfits were shades of grey? Do you want to start again? Yeah, can I be, can I be German in this one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but the one thing that annoyed me was the, the covert caps that they wore, the ragtag team had. Mm. Like, it was basically... Beanies. No, it was a cap, because it had the strap thing at the back. With oh, no it brim, a, it was a cap with no brim. I'm like, oh. why does that? Why are you wearing that? Is that what chefs wear? Is <laughs> yeah, that totally. Good? It's just like they've, totally just, yeah. they've just dyed them black. Why? Why does that make you extra stealthy? Because you don't yeah. have a brim. <laughs> well, they're going in the night time. I feel like I feel <laughs> one like, of them's got blonde hair. I feel like Jack's beanie in this was weird too. It's like they, they look pretty cool, at like the end of season one when they're all black doing covert, and he's got the beanie on. Yeah, yeah. But this beanie just was. No, weird. it wasn't a beanie. That's what I'm hey. saying. It was a well, no, baseball cap. Jack was cap. wearing a beanie though, wasn't he? No. Nah. Oh. It was the same thing at the back. I had the strap. Mm, and yeah, since yeah, when does Jack yeah. go off world with only a handgun? The rest of them had those bloody machine guns. Mm. And he just goes off with a handgun. I'm like, that's weird. Because he's playing it loose, man. Oh, and they go to steal it. Yeah. Hey, maybe that's where the tribal guy was from the DVD case. I wonder oh, if, there's a cut scene or something. I wonder if there was a cut scene where... He was like a native on that planet, on the Asgard protected planet. Because I can't remember the name that they called them, but for some no. reason I pictured like little Ewok things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, anyway, good story. Yeah, good. I did love um, the ending scene 
but I feel like it just um it was missing a little bit, so I, I just added what I think it mm. it needed a little bit. Of course you did. That's stuff I was talking about at my house. Um, the place was bugged. I had to keep up the act. All right. Yeah, I, I understand. And obviously the whole friendship thing, the foundation, it's all solid. <laughs> obviously. It's no, I, I feel kind of... I do appreciate that you were the one that came to see if I was okay. That that means something. I actually know it doesn't. <laughs> um, we, uh, we drew straws. I lost. A, I love this music. The little jolly music yeah, that they've got. Yeah, the quirky music. And then how long they hold this. This is like 20 seconds. There's a 20 second scene here <laughs> with no, no no dialogue. dialogue at all. It's just each one of them having their moment walking off. Oh, yeah, and that's when Tilk walks away and I'm like, did he have a yeah. line? <laughs> that, that's it. And I thought he was going to do, do a throwback to the start of the episode and actually like raise an eyebrow and cock his head. Yeah. Like, but all he did was kind of just smile and just sort of, you know. Because mm. he looked like he was about to say something. Like his mouth was just about to open. Like, no, no. Yeah. No, I'm not wasting my word coming yeah. here. <laughs> this is awkward enough. I just imagine Christopher Judge like around this time of the show when he's still very quiet. He's just out just getting drunk with people, all these fans. He's like, thank God we don't pay by the word. He goes, everyone else is getting paid the same amount of yeah. money. I do so much less. Woo! Woo! He does write. Me. He does write and direct later on, but yeah, he doesn't direct, does he? I know he writes, but does he direct? Uh mate. Well, Carter does. Yeah, Carter does. Tapping does. Shanksy has a crack at directing. Shanksy does. He? Yeah. yeah. In an episode, no, I'm not going to give it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think at the end where Jack goes, I'm going to go through and stick my hand in the wormhole, so you guys can't come back. Like you can't leave anywhere. Mm. I think I would have just waited and see what the Asgard did. Yeah, because like, you know what's going to happen to you when you go back to Earth. You're going to be, you're going to be just in an underground bunker for the rest of your life. But yeah, but they don't they don't know where Jack's taking him, right? Home. Yeah, because they they have a DHD there, so they would have seen the address. But I think Jack going through and holding the putting his hands through mm. holds the gate, so they actually couldn't deactivate the gate from their end. Dial somewhere. No, but else. it would die in 38 minutes, surely. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If if his hand wasn't in it, if his hand wasn't in it. From their end, they can deactivate it with the DHD oh, and call and dial another planet and get away before the Asgard beam them all up. Because obviously the deal that they'd struck with Thor was take all your tech first mm. and then take up the people. That could have been a bluff. I still think Thor, yeah, I feel, they would have returned yeah. those people to the Asgard. Um, and the I would have taken my chances too because like, really, if you had to race to the console, I think you'd beat Thor. Like, you kick him in the knee, snap his leg, and be like, what yeah, up, get a new body, bitch? None of, none of these and then just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> none, of, none of these people would have met the Asgard, Chris though. Get it. <laughs> so all, all they would have seen is, like, this giant ship coming down, beaming shit up, so they wouldn't know. Seriously, I would take my chances rather than be, I know I'm going to be in a hole for the rest of my life. Well, uh, I'll go with the aliens, I don't care. I don't know if the aliens are going to do worse things. Well, but you, yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. You know what the humans depends are going to do. if you like that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> they might just be really into it. Why were you part of that mission? Well, I was waiting to get captured. What if? Uh, oh, are you? Wanted what to if, meet you. I've seen. If, I've seen movies. At some stage, I'm going to get to have sex with an alien. What if the Asgard had their own version of Natu? They had like their own hell planet. Like you know, that'd be sick. I feel like you know a, a human cell. It's like what can what can the SGC really do? It's like well, mm. they can't try them properly because it's all, you know, super secret classified. So it's like, they've probably got to give them quite a, quite a, you know, comfortable lifestyle to just kind of lock them up somewhere and 
Maybe make that's sure they the get three square meals a day. One false step planet was that they mush their brains and send them there. <laughs> oh, imagine. Oh, they're just Asgard prisoners. <laughs> Jesus. Imagine that. That'd be cool. I like that. But yeah, there is a there is a hell, isn't there, in Norse mythology? It's a um what do you call it? That limbo joint. Yeah, I forgot the name of it now. Purgatory. Svartalheim? Yeah. It's one of the it's one of the nine realms. Close. <laughs> no, I'm saying like it's like a purge purgatory limbo yeah. place. Right. If you don't die in battle, you go there. It's where it's where Thor was at the start of Ragnarok. It's what Serta right. rules over. And then obviously I haven't seen it. <laughs> Serious? <laughs> no. Neither. Remember we didn't go to the screening? Yeah, but that was months ago and you still haven't seen it. Where, where am I going to watch it? it? <laughs> <laughs> At the cinema or fucking online? Hey, Matt, we're anti-piracy. <laughs> don't bring don't bring your criminal nature here, criminal. Well, I mean, Star Wars is still out of the cinema, so I wasn't sure if it was out. Is it just HD cam? I'm not going to watch a dirty cam video. No. I'll go to the cinema and pay for it. No. No. I don't do that anymore. I need to say shit. All right, that is episode 61, Shades of Grey, whether you liked it or not. It's definitely better than the third 50 Shades of Grey film that's come out in cinemas two weeks ago. Did you third? Yeah. Yeah, it was the third. It's the third and final. There are some horny women out there, mate. Did you you miss the posters? Don't miss the climax. We get it. It's about sex. Like all the girls out there, if you've got a husband, just jump on. (laughs) A <laughs> little bit of a life advice yeah. there. Hey, <laughs> the Brendan Gibson. Yeah. Happy, happy call husband. It, call, I'm gonna t- no, it's not hard to do. Call your Mrs. Captain and jump on board. <laughs> <laughs> Want a happy hubby? Grab yeah. his chubby. <laughs> Uh, we will be back next week to talk episode 62. That will be New Ground. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's maybe find out what's uh, of course what's going to happen on the next Stargate SG-1. On the next Stargate SG-1. It's an honor if we visit you. No. Yes. If you tell them, they might kill whoever comes through. Shut up. It seemed like a brave new world. O'Neill. But not everyone on this planet is ready for intergalactic travelers. <laughs> now, Colonel O'Neill and his team will become the enemy of the people. Okay, that's a needle. And unless they can make peace... I assure you, if you peace. attempt any sort of rescue, I will kill your people. They will become prisoners of war. Oh. Come on, Richard Dean Anderson stars... America, America. America. I'm Stargate SG-1. Uh, looking forward to it. <laughs> I mean, if you're not pumped after that, check your pulse, you might be dead. <laughs> but this planet isn't ready for intergalactic travelers as a team consisting of three guys and one woman. One of those guys is an alien. It's like, yeah. slow, just settle down, mate. Yeah, You've already said relax. enough. Slow They're going to kill whoever might come through. <laughs> Great acting. Shave those sideburns, man. <laughs> I do remember that. I feel like yeah. they're they're like full blown mutton chops, aren't they? Yeah. Like they're close you know, to it. They go past your ear. They got to be mutton chops. All right, yeah. this is going on over Reese's head. You have to watch it this week, Reese. Yeah. Then you'll get it. I'll then listen you'll get back it. after I watch yeah. it. <laughs> oh man, mm. you can find this so funny, so <laughs> funny. All right, we'll catch you next week for uh, Stargate Sundays. In the meantime, you can check out all of our old podcasts on our uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Android, wherever you find good podcasts. Just simply search "Get Into and Gate" some shit ones. <laughs> and some shit ones. We, we, who knows where we're going to be? Stargate Podcast, uh, and you can. Check 
check us on the socials as well Twitter, Facebook and Instagram get into gate a Stargate podcast as well there follow us and like our pages for all our updates myself Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram come and talk some gate Maddie at high pitch Maddie on oh, Instagram yeah Brendan at the Brendan Gibson come on Reese. <laughs> I'm at the Flying Gibson. Oh, there. Oh, that's oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Love Mid, it. Mid-range, Maddie. That's good shit. Mid-range, Maddie. <laughs> oh, would, would you guys like to meet low-pitch Maddie? <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah. I usually, Where is he? <laughs> I usually pay $5.95 for that shit. A minute. Getintogeek.com G'day. My name's Low-Pitch Maddie, and I like football and banging bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Alternate reality. Like... <laughs> Leather jacket. Oh no, you got a leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Lopez Lopez man doesn't have tassels on his. <laughs> <laughs>